the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Family Oneness, an exciting broadcast focused on God's families. Here, we will be discussing insightful, powerful, life-changing applications from the Word of God. I am your host, Bree Jackson, a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop R.A. Jackson, located at 611 Amador Street in Vallejo, California. Thank you so much for joining us today. Bless you and welcome again to Family Oneness, focused on the family. A Bible-centered time of encouragement, sharing a word for fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, grand and godparents, all that make up our family unit. It's a word of strength and encouragement. We say that the family is God's central design power unit for changing lives and strengthening faith. I'm your host, Pastor Bree Jackson. I'm a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church. We're the senior pastors, Bishop R.E. Jackson. We're standing in faith for revival for our families. I'm excited to be here with you again, reminding you of your birthright to be an overcomer. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Our message today is a Jesus-laid foundation. Our key verses found in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Verses 9 through 18. I want to welcome again Bishop R.A. Jackson. Good morning, everyone. He'll be joining us and we'll close with a prayer for our families. Open your Bibles and turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Starting at verse number 9, it reads, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this word, let him become a fool that he may be wise. Amen and amen. We know that it may appear to some to be foolish to walk by faith and not by sight. We know that it may appear to be foolish to believe that mountains do move and kingdoms do fall. But the foolishness of faith is wiser than our wisest. What man calls foolish, we call faith. What man says is delusional, we call it a vision. Families of God today, we can stand on faith. We no longer want a catchphrase called faith. We want the working, powerful tool given to us by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Shout amen. Because God is holy 
because he is holy, we can have faith. Somebody shout amen. Now back to the beginning. We need a Jesus laid foundation. You see, saints of God, we do not want to be evicted on a technicality, building our faith on something that is not stable, talking our faith up on something that has not been vetted nor approved. But today we're taking our faith to a solid foundation, a Jesus laid foundation, a foundation that cannot be moved. Somebody today ought to be excited because if your house is leaning, if your foundation is shifting, you can move to a better place. This place has been garnered by the father. The door is open. The place is ready. The table is set. The invitations have been sent out. Saints of God, we must receive the word and allow the Lord to lay our foundation according to his word, his will, and his plans. Somebody shout, I got that. Families of God, I've been teaching from the foundation of greatness series and how we have become delayed because of the work of our hands, the events, the circumstances that we engineered, experienced, or permitted to be in our lives. When we consider the beginning of our first work, we look at the foundation, not the address the building or the furniture. Some of us examine the root in the infrastructure, the inner workings. We examine the foolish builder, the master builder and a servant builder. We must remember that compromise is not only when we have bad materials. It's also when we're not equipped to build somebody caught that by the spirit. In other words, when we have a problem with the architect, when there's a problem who do you turn to? The word says, take it to the source, the crux of the matter. Our motives and our pain and our insecurities are at the nucleus. Saints, before we can conceive of greatness, regain our strength, build up our faith, we must consider the foundation. We can build a great building, but if the foundation is not stable and durable, all of our work is lost. Somebody said, Pastor Bree, what are you saying? I'm saying that we often look at what's in a situation. We look at those who have participated in the matter. And then we examine ourselves. Saints of God today, in this time, we need to look at the foundation. My example is often we don't mean to offend one another. But if jealousy, envy, and strife is in our foundation, we still have a problem. We don't mean to say the things that we say. But if love is not in the foundation, we still have a problem. There's no need to rearrange the furniture if the foundation has a crack in it. Somebody shout hallelujah. When the foundation is not durable, apply a little pressure and it will break at tension or stress and it will come apart we need a jesus laid foundation a foundation that never moves always stays the same from alpha to omega from beginning to end it does not change families of god our families must be laid on a jesus laid foundation shout amen you see, our children deserve it. Our marriages are fueled by it. And our families are powered up when placed on a Jesus late foundation. No more sad stories for people to understand. Sounding like Pharisees and Sadducees this morning. But instead, as a man or woman of God, power up. Allow the Lord to place your feet on a solid rock so that you can stand. 
back to our study today, heaven only holds things that worship God. God's standard is that the foundation must be unalterable, unchangeable, unfluctuating, unvarying, well-built and well-founded. It must be eternal. The word of God laid the foundation for the universe, the world in the book of Genesis. But our words lay the foundation for our lives here on earth. There is hope if your life is tilting, if your life is confusing, if your life is not living, if in your life the enemy appears to be winning, there is hope for the hopeless, and his name is Jesus. Saints of God, catch this. Words are powerful because they create. The word laid the foundation for the world and all creation in Genesis, but our words laid the foundation for our life here on earth. So when we speak the word, we're creating the God kind of living. He watches over it to perform it. He watches over it and it cannot return to him void. We find in the book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 says this death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof when our words do not line up with the word of God our foundation begins to break down because it's made of flesh you see it will start to lean to tilt you can add coupling beams but based on the speed and degree of the tilt it will start to degrade over time you can add a sad story an excuse a lie justification you can add a blessed and highly favored greeting but soon the cracks will show and you can add all of the pleasantries but the tilt will compromise the height you have to stay small when you have a tilt otherwise when you try to build high the infrastructure becomes uninhabitable as families of god we're constantly looking for things that causes a tilt in our family structure it may be a hairline fracture or crack it may be sloping or sagging or buckling it may be ruptures or gaps it may be moistures causing the problem in our family infrastructure but today we're standing and believing for a Jesus laid foundation, a foundation that Jesus lays in our families that allows us to build upon the word of God, to go out into the vineyards and work for the Lord and to create sons and daughters, mothers and fathers that worship the Lord God almighty. My question this morning comes from the book of St. Luke chapter six, verse 46. And it reads, Jesus is speaking and says, why call ye me Lord? Lord, and do not the things which I say, whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and dig it deep and laid his foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. Families of God, we have two key words this morning. The first one is foundation, the basis of groundwork of anything, the lowest division of a building, a wall or like usually a masonry or partly a holy below the surface of the ground. Our second word is labor, productive activity, especially for the sake of economic gain, physical or mental work, especially of hard or fatiguing kind, a toil to perform labor, to exert one's power, body, mind, work and toil. We understand the definition of these words 
families of the most high God. And we have to understand that it's imperative in 2019 that we walk with Jesus, that we live the word of God and that we be a hearer and a doer of the word of God. The foundation is the basis of groundwork for our life. And we need to put some work into it. There's some labor, some work to be done. Somebody shout amen. In our foundation, there is salvation. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. Hebrews 5 verses 8 through 11 says, Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have many things to say and heart to be uttered, seeing ye are dull of hearing. Families of the Most High God, we must not become dull of hearing, dull of hearing. When there's a tilt in our foundation, we find issues with others. Remember, when there's a tilt, we can't go high. So in other words, we're saying this morning that salvation is an imperative. It cannot be overlooked as a part of our foundation. Salvation, not only for ourselves, but for those we hold in our family oneness circle. So we pray. We pray salvation for our children, our grandchildren. We pray for the children around us. We pray for mothers and fathers, sons and daughters. Salvation. Asking God to save and send salvation. When salvation is present, it strengthens the foundation that we're standing on. Somebody shout amen. In the book of Acts chapter 4, verse 12, it says it this way. Neither is there salvation in any other name, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. We also see this in First Thessalonians chapter 5. It says, verse 5, Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We're not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody asked salvation as the first ingredient to our foundation. Well, salvation when we look at it from both the east and the west, the north and the south, is redemption and regeneration. Salvation is described as the mystery of God that is now revealed in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 9. A plan conceived before the foundations of the world. A light of revelation to the Gentiles. A transition from death to life. A message especially for sinners. A gift of grace through faith, not of works, that for which the whole creation groans. The revelation of God's righteousness to faith and for faith. It is the justification that comes through faith. It is reconciliation and redemption. In the response to Nicodemus' statement, salvation is said to be a spiritual birth. A birth from above without which one cannot enter the kingdom of God. You see, salvation means death to and freedom from sin, a new perspective that transcends the human point of view and participation 
in a new creation. It means peace with God, a life as adopted as children of God. It means baptism into Christ's death. This morning, saints of God, I'm excited about salvation. Somebody ought to catch the message of this major event called Emmanuel. God with us. It signifies the momentous progress in the history of salvation. In the book of Matthew's gospel, the angel tells Joseph that Mary's child is conceived of the Holy Spirit and he is to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Many years ago on a Friday night during revival, five day revival, last night was Friday night. My grandmother sat us on what is called a morning bench and the preacher preached and he preached the message of salvation. All of my friends had received the gift of the Holy Ghost in the way they did it back then. And I was one of the last ones sitting there. Today, the Lord is speaking. He says the the first shall be last and the last shall be first. But I remember the message of salvation when the speaker, when the preacher, when the evangelist said, he said, Jesus is calling you. Part of our foundation as families must include the confirmation in our spirit that we accept the fact that Jesus is calling us this morning. Will you hear his call? Bless God. Bless God. If you're just now joining us, preparing for worship and route to worship, or maybe you're at home today, we're talking about a Jesus laid foundation. Our key scripture is found in the book of first Corinthians chapter three, verses nine through 18. We've said that salvation needs to be a primary part of our foundation. Next, we have sanctification, sanctification in the name of Jesus our reference scripture is Second Timothy chapter 2, starting at verse 19, and it reads, Saints of God, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Families of God, the Greek word translated for sanctification means holiness to sanctify. Therefore means to make holy in one sense. Only God is holy. God is separate, distinct, like no other, no human being or thing shares the holiness of God's essential nature. There is only one God yet scripture speaks about holy things. Moreover, God calls us to be holy as he is holy found in the book of Matthew chapter five, verse 48. Another word for a holy person is a saint, which is the opposite of someone who chooses not to follow God. The ability to consecrate, to move past one's flesh, to stand up for the word of God begins to emulate the word sanctification. In other words, the ability of God to make one holy by using his word, 
his will and his plans is the goal for every Christian. When there's no tilt in our foundation, when there are no weaknesses or cracks, when there are no hairline fractures, things that compromise us like moisture to our foundation. We can understand that it's not our way, but his way. We can understand it's not our thoughts, but his thoughts. When we can understand that it's not our plans, but his plans, we can see the power of sanctification in our lives and in the lives of those that we call family. Today, saints of God, our prayer is that we remember sanctification as being the next level to our foundation. The confirmation of sanctification today, saints of God, is found in St. John chapter 17 and starting at verse 15. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Jesus is speaking in verse 16. He says this, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And thou sent me into the world. Even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified through the truth. Lastly, families of God, we have revelation in the name of Jesus. Our reference scripture is found in Galatians chapter one, starting at verse 10. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Families of God, our reference is Paul. Paul's vision on the road to Damascus. Paul is on the road in order to arrest those who are believers. A bright light surrounds Saul and he hears a voice claiming, I am Jesus whom ye are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goats. Saul loses his sight, but gains it through the laying on of hands by Ananias, whom then baptizes Saul, now Paul, Paul's trance in the temple is found in the book of Acts chapter 22. After his conversion, Paul returns to Jerusalem. And while he is praying in the temple, he enters into a trance. Somebody says, hallelujah. And when I returned to Jerusalem, and was praying in the temple. I fell into a trance and saw him saying to me, make haste and get quickly out of Jerusalem because they will not accept your testimony about me and it goes on and reads and I said Lord they themselves know that in every synagogue I am imprisoned and I beat those who believed thee and when the blood of Stephen thy witness was shed I also was standing by and approving and keeping the garments of those who killed him and he said to me depart for I will send you far away to the Gentiles Paul is having a revelation we know this as confirmed in the book of Acts chapter 18, long after Jesus has ascended, long after the upper room in Acts chapter 18, starting at verse nine, it says, then spake the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision. And then saints of God, we see in red to signify the Lord is speaking not only in character or in appearance, but in person. And it says, be not afraid, but speak and hold not thy peace. For I am with thee and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee. For I have much people in this city. 
This is the point in which Paul's name becomes permanently etched as one of the disciples. This is the place in which his foundation is made sure, saints of God. He himself meets every letter that is required to be a disciple in order to be one called a prophet. He himself has heard not only in character or appearance, but has seen, walk with, talk with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by revelation. The third component of our foundation must be revelation. In other words, families of God, we must know God for ourselves. We can see him in the word of God, mothers and fathers, sons and daughters. When we bring salvation, sanctification and revelation to the family unit, we get power. The Bible says neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Wherefore God also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. I know that sometimes we feel persecution, feel the pressure. And I often talk about persistence, but I want you to touch yourself and say ability, ability. That's ability. That's the ability to do something. So when we add Jesus, which is our salvation, sanctification and revelation with that persecution, the pressure and persistence, we get power shout. Yes, we know this because when Jesus had finished, when it was finished, when salvation had been extended and sanctification had been written down and revelation had been dispersed. The Bible says when he had cried again with a loud voice, he yielded up the ghost and the veil of the temple was rent and the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came up out of the graves after his resurrection and went into a holy city and appeared to many. But when the centurion, which was there with him, he watched Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done. They feared greatly saying, truly, this was the son of God. Families of God, we need a Jesus laid foundation. And with that, Bishop Jackson, please come and share a prayer for our families. Amen. And amen. Let us pray. Heavenly father, You are a loving and forgiving God. And I ask you, Lord, to touch our family's hearts and strengthen their endurance with your word and Holy Spirit. We make you a priority in our lives. So, Lord, we trust in you. Help us to receive fully with understanding your word so that when our faith is tested, Our endurance has a chance to grow. I know that you will guide us along the right pathway for our lives and that you would advise us and watch over us and that we must have faith in you to do things that we can't imagine and think. My prayer, Lord is that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I ask you to give us the manifestation of every miracle and every healing you have for us and the manifestation of divine healing and divine endurance in our every work. We want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Lord Jesus, I ask you, to cover us with your anointing, glory, 
and tangible presence. Give us a fresh new release and flow in our inner man with rivers of living waters, springing forth abundantly with life abundant. Fill us to overflowing with your favor, compassion, and love. Your wisdom and understanding anoint us to hear your voice, not that of a stranger. Give us your eyes to see spiritual and a heart to understand and be led by your Holy Spirit. Help us to be bold, confident, and obedient to do your will. Fill us with your gifts and your blessings. Lord Jesus, I ask you to pour out your anointing on us and to receive your anointing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. To God be the glory. We were run on. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us say amen and amen. Thanks again for listening to Family Oneness, where we're sharing the word of God that encourages our hearts and connects us to the Lord. Bishop and I aspire to continually be a voice of one crying in the wilderness for our families. Because we know from Genesis to Revelations, it's all about a bloodline and that bloodline being the family of God. The Family Oneness Prayer Circle sends our best and love to you all. And now a word from one of our young leaders. Hi, I'm Deacon Elijah Torian. And during the time of the COVID-19, we are having virtual service at The Rock. Our virtual Sunday morning service is live at 1045 a.m. to 1145 a.m. on our Solid Rock Facebook page at Solid Rock Cathedral of Faith. Our drive through offering is also Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to 1035 a.m. We are located at 611 Amador Street in the city of Vallejo, and our cross street is Florida. Our Wednesday night Bible study is also virtual at our Solid Rock Cathedral of Faith Facebook page at Solid Rock Cathedral of Faith. Services start at 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. More information can be found at srcof.org. Feel free to share your prayer requests with us online. Bishop, Pastor, and I look forward to seeing you there. We, we will, will see, see you, you at The Rock. At the Rock. I am your host, Bree Jackson, a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop R.A. Jackson, located at 611 Amador Street in Vallejo, California. Thank you so much for joining us today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.